This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology annual meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Would you like to begin with introducing yourself and your research interests? Sure. I'm Sweta Kalmanpati. I'm an assistant professor at City of Hope, and my research interests are in B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma, DLBCL follicular mantle, and I do some work in Hodgkin as well. And I'm a clinical investigator and interested in looking at real-world outcomes of uh, therapies as well as developing novel therapies for patients. Thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate it. So first question I wanted to ask you is if you could just give us an overview of your abstract and presentation. Absolutely. So I presented at this year's ASH, uh, the largest real-world study to date evaluating outcomes of Braxacel in relapsed refractory mantle cell lymphoma, and it specifically looked at patients with high-risk features, namely deletion TP53 or 17P, high ki 67 using a cutoff of 50%, and patients who would have been otherwise ineligible for Zuma to study, namely due to clinical comorbidities, performance status, underlying cytopenias, among others. And um, in, this, uh, in this abstract, we, we demonstrated that in the overall population, the response rates in survival from, from Braxacel was very comparable to that from the pivotal Zuma 2 study. And specifically in the high-risk patients, TP53 deletion, we did see a numerically higher overall survival in patients without TP53 deletion, but this was not statistically significantly different. And when adjusting for other variables and baseline characteristics and covariates, this remained not clinically and statistically significantly different. So outcomes were overall consistent regardless of TP53 deletion as well as high ki 67 score. Of note, it's important to note that we only capture TP53 deletions in this uh, database and not TP53 mutations as this was not um, available to us in the CIBMTR database. And so this is something that needs to be further explored in the future. In terms of safety, the real-world outcomes were also very comparable to that of the Zuma uh, 2 study, including um, high-grade CRS and ICANN, cytopenias and infections. Um, we did see in looking at the impact of high-risk features on safety, there was um, in the multivariate adjustment model an increased risk of prolonged cytopenias, thrombocytopenia and neutropenia, post-CAR T-cell therapy in patients with TP53 deletion, but other safety outcomes of interest were all comparable. How is Bruxacel unique in this high-risk characteristic setting? Yeah, I think in historically patients with TP53 deletion and um, high risk, uh, high KS67, high MIPI, these patients and complex karyotype have very poor prognosis. In particular, TP53 deletion um, patients have a median PFS less than one year and overall survival less than two years. And data has shown that traditional therapies like frontline chemotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant um, uh, uh, still have very dire outcomes um, in these high risk patients. So I think we need novel treatment options, and Braxacel is currently the only FDA-approved CAR-T product for relapsed refractory mantle cell lymphoma, and we've already demonstrated that patients um, who received Braxacel in our real-world study that was presented previously at ASCO, when they received it in earlier lines of therapy, there were higher CR rates than those that were more heavily pretreated, which is not surprising um, considering their T-cells were probably less, uh, more fit and less exhausted. And so I think um, it is important with this data that we see that um, 
that we potentially in the future use CAR T as earlier lines of therapy, particularly in these high-risk patients where there's very uh, limited treatment options and poor prognosis with other standard therapies. I know you begin to touch on it, but if, if you wouldn't mind me asking um, what were a bit of the, the limitations you experienced with this study that you would like to address in the future? Yes, there are definitely limitations. This was a prospective cohort study using the CIBMTR registry database, but just like other registry studies, there are missing data. Um, it's a short follow-up of about median 12.3 months. Um, and primarily, there's missing granularity on cytogenetics and uh, whether there's uh, um, uh, uh, a, a P53 level of expression, MIPI, a diagnosis, and, and, um, and in TP53 aberrations and mutations, as again, we only captured TP53 deletions, and there are prognostic differences between TP53 deletion, TP53 mutation. So I think those are important limitations. We need to further um, uh, explore the outcomes with a longer follow-up and and with additional data sets that uh, using the, uh, with the capturing these additional pieces of information. Definitely, and I know you also touched on your next steps already, but um, if you could give us maybe in the next year a glimpse of what to look forward to from you guys in this area. Yeah, I think um, in this next year we're going to, um, uh, we've kind of looked at Brexit cell real-world data overall and by prior treatment and now with high-risk features. I think future going forward, um, you know, longer follow-up is the key in sort of looking at these data sets and, and there have been other consortium studies looking at this as well, but continuing to look at uh, with large sample size um, uh, outcomes in the real world setting with additional data that's captured with some of, uh, given some of the missing limitations and that I mentioned already, um, I think are what to expect in the future and obviously eventually looking at an ongoing process in the real world setting in these patients with high risk features and limited treatment options, particularly in the earlier lines would be good. Um, we look forward to hearing about, you know, the updates in the next year or two. So thank you so much. Great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Awesome.